Wagwan people, it's your boy Mo, aka The Hoop Genius. Welcome back to another episode of The Hoop Genius Podcast. Today I chopped up with three-time NBA champion BJ Armstrong once again. And we talked a little bit about CP3, what makes him so great, where he sits amongst the all-time great point guards. We then talked about the incident between Patrick Beverly and Chris Paul in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals where Patrick Beverly pushed him in his back. And then we went on to talk about Kawhi, where he will be going this offseason, if he's going to stick with the Clippers, if he's going to go to Miami or to Dallas or to anywhere else. This episode is not to be missed, but we've also recorded two more episodes. We're experimenting with a new format. We're chopping it up into sections. So this one's only about 25, 30 minutes long. And then we'll have another one for you on Saturday and another one for you on Sunday. So it's a weekend full of NBA goodness. Make sure you subscribe. Enjoy your weekend. And most importantly, everyone, get buckets. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, people. It's your boy Mo, aka the Hoop Genius, and you're listening to the Hoop Genius podcast once again with my brother BJ Armstrong in the building. BJ, how you doing this week? Good. What's good? It's out here, man. It just seemed like this is a battle of attrition like whoever's left standing is going to win we should call this the last man standing that's for right the playoffs man. here this... in 2021 this has been this has been crazy to watch and uh but i want to give a shout out to chris paul and the phoenix suns you know it's been a long road for uh for chris paul to get to this point and the phoenix suns to not be in the playoffs for, for the last 10 years or so and all of a sudden to be in the NBA finals. And uh, it was just a beautiful moment, long time coming. You know, he's a, without question, the first ballot hall of famer and congratulations to Phoenix, Chris Paul, you know, Devin Booker and company. It was, uh, it was a great game. Again, they won a big game on the road and that speaks volume about what they've been able to do throughout the, you know, literally the entire uh, regular season and now in the postseason. I'm gonna throw you in at a deep end right now, BJ. You're the point guard guru, established 10 years in the league at that point guard position, setting a table for your teammates. So I'm going to ask you what the entire Twitter timeline has been debating for the last 24 hours, ever since Chris Paul made the finals. Where do you rank Chris Paul amongst all-time point guards? Top three, top five, top 10? What category you got him in? You know, I, I think this generation loves to put someone in a category and say uh-huh. they're top, whatever. I, mm-hmm. I know I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. Okay? Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. And the reason I'm not gonna do that is because for better or for worse, for better or for worse, right? I don't know what's better, I don't know what's worse. You know, when you are taller, okay, like a Magic Johnson or those guys, mm-hmm. the effect that they have on the game is far superior than any little guard. Okay no matter what Chris Paul can do at his size, he can't have the same effect on the game as a Magic Johnson. I feel you. As, a, as an Oscar Robertson and those type of players, okay? It's just, it's, it's impossible. Now, what I can say about Chris Paul is Chris Paul effect on the game as a little guy, okay? When you start talking about the little guys in this game, the, the Bob Cousy's, the Isaiah Thomas's, the Allen Iversons and all of the small guys. Okay. He's now he's clearly in that conversation. I think because of his impact, I mean, Chris Paul, this isn't a one trick show. 
He has done this in New Orleans. He's done this with the Clippers. He goes to Houston. He wins. Mm-hmm. He goes mm-hmm. to Oklahoma City last year. He wins. And then clearly now he's elevated that even at the age of 36 to a whole nother level. And now he is in the NBA finals. Now, the greatest little guy without question, without question is Isaiah Thomas. He set the standard as a true facilitator, okay? Mm. Steph Curry, you know, he is, I don't know what he is. He's a, he's a one and a half or some type let's, of let's take guard. Let's take Steph out of this conversation. Let's, yes. let's put him but to if, one if side. We, because I think Steph put, and AI are different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, those, are, those guys you, are you like- take AI and Steph out of this one. I'm talking about the, yes. the point guards that are setting the table, playmaking. Uh, if, you, if you're saying John Stockton, yeah, yeah. Bob Cousy, Isaiah Thomas, you know, I I know there's some other, I'm just, you know, yeah, yeah. other guys, Maurice Cheeks, you know, just guys who come to mind immediately. Chris Paul has had an amazing, amazing career. Now, you can see the difficulty. There's a reason that there's only been Isaiah Thomas, who's actually been able to win and build a team around him. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you're saying you're building a team around Chris Paul and he he wanted, but Chris Paul is clearly a player who can play the game at that level, okay? And he's somewhere in the conversation because of the following. You know, we talk about stats and everyone's gonna talk about stats, but what I admire about Chris and his game over the years is Chris came into this league and I remember watching him play at Wake Forest, all right? Mm-hmm. I, was a, I was a scout. I was a, you know, assistant general manager or executive in the league at the time working for the Bulls and I remember scouting Chris Paul and and I walked away saying this Chris Paul knew the position as a young player you can you know there's a lot of people who play the position Chris Paul understood the position his IQ is different yeah he knows how to manage time and score that's the difference between him and the other players let me jump in yeah go ahead let me jump in real quick right because the big talking point and I'm, I'm very against guys that flop, etc. And the big talking point from that game was when Chris Paul, let's keep it 100, he flopped, walking past DeMarcus Cousins, uh, pretending that DeMarcus hit him in the face with an elbow, right? But when you talk about managing time and score, the Clippers had just cut the lead down to, I think, six points at that time. And him doing that, the whole flopping instance, refs go and review at the table, you know, they called the timeout and the technical foul, and whatever. It disrupted the flow of the game. And then I think after that, the Suns went on a 16 to 4 run because he saw the Clippers coming back, making their run. And I think he timed that perfectly. And I think he knew what he was doing. Not that I agree with the flopping and all of that, but he saw that the Clippers were about to cut that to about four points. And he thought, I've got to do something to stop this. And so I hear well, 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 Yeah, Chris is, Chris understands that position. You, you know, everyone, there's a lot of players who have the talent to play the position. There aren't a lot of players who know how to manage time and score. Chris Paul is constantly thinking on the floor. He's thinking about, you know, he's like a car dealer. You know, he's, you know, let me get this guy in the game. Let me get this mm-hmm. guy in the game. Let the, let me skip myself this time. Let me get this guy in the game. You know what? Let me put myself and let me double down here. Chris is constantly thinking about how 
to manage the players on the court. He understands what they're trying to do, the game plan. He understands how to break rhythm of the team. But more importantly, he understands what the other team is trying to do as well. I mean, Chris Paul, without question, is a thinking man's player, without question. He's mm -hmm. not just playing the game. He knows every position on the floor, the other nine positions on the floor. This is what I love about him, right? You know, he don't, he, he not only understands what his other four guys should be doing, he understands the defensive schemes. He's in tune with the coaching philosophies. He's in tune with rhythm of the game, who's hot, who's not, who can he attack, what matchups, who's got it going. Hey, I need to get, like last night, what was the beautiful about last night's game? When the Clippers went small in game five, I thought it threw off the rhythm of DeAndre Ayton. Mm, Chris Paul made him. a, Chris Paul in game six made sure that DeAndre Ayton's imprint was going to be in the game from the get, from the beginning. Yep. And that was, see, he under, these are things that we talk about stats. Oh, Chris Paul had 41. No, Chris Paul set out and said, I'm going to get everyone involved because I know if I get the big fella involved, because the big fella more or less won game, game four for them in He's the difference in, LA. in the two teams. He's, he's they have no answer for him. So when you have a player who understands the game at that level, okay, it's one thing to, to know that, but it's another thing to have the talent to go out and do it. Chris Paul is a very unique player. So I don't know who's top four to top five, but Chris Paul has continued the tradition of excellence at that position at his size. And that to me is more important or saying who's the best, because when you say Isaiah Thomas, when you say, you know, Bob Cousy, when you say all of these great players, Chris Paul understands that position like those guys. Now, Isaiah Thomas was just a, 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 he, as great as Chris Paul is, Isaiah was just, he was even better because of his ability to score, his ability. I mean, think about this, Chris, Isaiah Thomas beat Magic Johnson. He beat Michael Jordan. He beat Larry Bird. He was in the era with Dr. J. He beat some pretty amazing players, mm -hmm. okay? <laughs> he beat some pretty amazing players all in their prime. So let's not get this, you know, twisted up here. This, this player, Isaiah Thomas, was able to manage the time and score against some of the greatest players to ever play, and they were bigger. So again, I'll start the conversation and bring it full circle. We all know the impact that the bigger players can have on the game because of size and, and they're just bigger. So the fact that Isaiah Thomas was able to compete in a league that was dominated at that time by centers and taller players speaks volume about him. And the physicality of the game favored them, unlike today where it favors the smaller guy. Mm. So. You, you gotta. You, you, that's why I don't compare errors because it was a different game. I feel you. It, I feel it was you. A different game. So obviously we we can't compare the errors. And back then, as you say, it was a lot more physical. We did see a little bit of physicality 
in last night's game, <laughs> we're going to have to talk about Mr. Patrick Beverly. We're going to have we're going to have to talk about Mr. Patrick Beverly. I don't know about in the states, right? In the UK, you guys know about Air Force Ones, right? Classic sneaker. We call them creps over here. Creps, sneakers, right. kicks, whatever you want. Air Force Ones, right? So every man in the UK knows in the summer you've got to have a fresh white pair of Air Force Ones on your feet. Okay. 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 But if you see someone wearing the all black Air Force Ones, the only reason people wear those is to cause problems, is to okay. cause trouble, if we put it like that. Yesterday, I saw someone tweet that Patrick Beverly is the human embodiment of the black Air Force One, because you know there's going to be some trouble when you see him coming around. And he did not disappoint. Late in that fourth quarter, the game was getting out of reach. I don't know what Chris Paul said to him, because he did say something. He said something when he walked past Patrick Beverly, and he turned around. Patrick Beverly launched Chris Paul. He sent him flying. Now, I don't rate pushing someone in the back. If you're going to fight someone, square them up to their face. But that happened. Thoughts? My thoughts were and are this. Being a former player, you know, when I first saw it, I, I, I always... Like I grew up in the city of Detroit and trash talking, it's just part of the game. It's part of the culture. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know anyone who played the game at a high level and have, haven't or hasn't experienced trash talking. Like uh, even at a low level, man. Like. Yes, like, like, <laughs> like, 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 like I know I, Patrick Beverly. I, I lived in Chicago for many years and I remember watching Pe Patrick Beverly play in high school. He was a dog. You know what's funny about Patrick Beverly? He's the same player now that he was back then. Okay, he just gets paid to do it now, but he was doing that back then. Okay, <laughs> this is how Patrick Beverly plays. Now, Patrick Beverly understands what he's doing. He he understands that he has the capability to get under people's skin and he can get them out of character. You know what was amazing about the fight last night that really stood out to me go on player is patrick beverly did what he did right but i'm sure he understood exactly what he was doing that's what i was thinking they needed something but 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 here's here's what to me gives monty williams and the phoenix suns credit their response as a group was on a championship level no one moved no one, no one, no one respond. It reminded me so much of the Bulls when Dennis Rodman pushed Scottie Pippen. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it was like a flashback to me because they he pushed Scottie in the back. Scottie goes running into the crowd, falls. I think he got a gash on his chin. And I remember our response was, let's stay cool because those guys are trying to get us to react to what they're doing. Mm. I feel now, you. That was my that was my response because what I know Patrick Beverly knew is if he could get Chris Paul to react, maybe get thrown out of this game, maybe get them Devin Booker response or DeAndre yeah. Aiden response. If they could come back and win, now game seven. That was my reaction. And their response to me was, no, nah, we see you, Pat uh, Bev. 
This, we, this is that, that was my response. That was my response. I like how I like how they and I'm not saying that's what happened. Mentality. They didn't move. They 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 handled it. Chris Paul's reaction at the end to me said it all. He knew what was going on and whatever was said was said because they've been talking the entire series. This isn't just one game. Mm. So these guys are veterans and they know what's going on hey. and everybody knows. So that was my response to it. This is why I'm not in the league because if I was there and someone did that to my teammate, I'm getting thrown out too. You do that to one of my teammates. I can't keep my cool. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I ain't got a well, that's part of it. That's, that's, yeah, that's part of it. Like Patrick Beverly knew exactly what he was doing. Patrick, listen, how do I know he knows what he's doing? Patrick Beverly is from the city of Chicago. Now you can say a lot of things about Patrick Beverly. He ain't dodging no action. Patrick Beverly knew exactly what he was doing. Um, uh, well, he, I do, while we're talking about Patrick so, Beverly in the city of Chicago, I, I would like to remind everyone, he did he lead the state in scoring? He averaged 42 points yeah, a game he, in high school. Yeah, Pat, so so last night in the first half, he was getting buckets. He was I mean, showing Patrick a little bag. People don't realize he how could, good every player in the NBA is. Patrick Beverly was showing off a little bag. And I was just disappointed. I wanted this to go to a game seven so badly. I'm happy for the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul. And don't get me wrong. But I really wanted to see a game seven of this series. But... Clippers went home. I'm happy. I'm happy for a lot of guys now because Paul George, I think he's kind of got rid of the pandemic P jokes. He showed he could carry this team to a good level without Kawhi Leonard there. You know, he's put up some great performances. I think the jokes can kind of calm down a little bit now. Chris Paul, who had a reputation for choking in the playoffs, he's got to the NBA finals now. So those jokes are gone. Um, even Chris Middleton, who's not had great playoff runs before, has had a few decent moments. But the one guy I feel like has been missing and would have been a major talking point is Kawhi Leonard, who, of course, is out with, they say a knee sprain. I say it's an ACL. I don't know what's going to happen. But anyway, he can opt out of his contract now. He's got a player option. He can opt out and he can re-sign with the Clippers for the full 35% max rather than the 30% he's currently on and lock up more years. He can get a five-year deal. But today... I believe it was the Miami Heat and it was the, I don't know the other team. It was, um, it was the Miami Heat and the Dallas Mavericks who said they're going to make a hard push to sign Kawhi Leonard. Now, if you're Kawhi Leonard, what are you doing? Stay with the Clippers. I, I believe he's staying hometown, more money, et cetera, et cetera. But if we're talking championship. Because the Western Conference is obviously harder. Do you see him staying with the Clippers? Or what would you do for, for your best route to a championship? Clippers, Mavericks, or the Miami Heat? Well, first, let's see. I, I got to first figure out his health. I, I'm a little concerned about Kawhi's health. And he hasn't been totally healthy in the last three or four years, right? When he was in San Antonio, if you recall. Yep. He had that severe ankle sprain in the Golden State Warrior series. Mm, that was nasty. Okay. Then he had the, what, what was it? The, what they call it? The, uh, the quad. It, a, he had a quad, quad injury. Quad injury. Then all of a sudden we started going into this 
you know, when he goes to Toronto, he go, you know, load management. Mm -hmm. And then he did it again last year. And now whatever is going on this year, I'm a little concerned with his health because the best ability is availability. You can't win without being available on the court. Now we we know when Kawhi Leonard is healthy, if you pair him with the Luka Doncic, I understand that. If you paired him with Jimmy Butler and, and Bam Adebayo, I understand that. But again, I'm gonna get back to the essence of what makes a great player great. That player has to be available and be able to carry that workload. Now, I'm a little concerned now because it's not like Kawhi's getting any younger. And Kawhi Leonard is a big man, okay? So for me with him is one, where's your health for real? Like, because he keeps getting nicked up, right? He keeps yeah. missing, right? And this is, a, this is a concern, okay, one year, okay, two years. This is a major concern now. Now, what makes this different in Toronto is that more or less, he was able to load, manage, and win. That's what made it so like unique. Everyone was like, is this really going to work? Like, he's missed a lot of games. Toronto was able to figure out how to play well with him or without him. Clearly, they were better with him, but they were just, they were pretty good record-wise without yep. him during the course of the regular and, season. And the following season as well. Yes. So, uh, so, again, that's what made it unique. I'm a little concerned now because... We know Kawhi Leonard is a special player. Before he got injured this year, Kawhi Leonard was perhaps the best player on both sides of the ball prior to this injury. He single-handedly beat the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, yeah. They don't get out of that series without him. Okay. He single-handedly beat them. Now, Kawhi Leonard is a... He is a very, very special player because of his ability to score. Not from the three-point range, he can do that, but his ability to score in the mid-range and from key areas at, at when the defense turns up. He can go play the game at the optimum level, championship caliber level on both sides of the ball, very rare. So I'm a little concerned about his availability at this stage, especially moving forward, because now you're gonna, you're gonna have to invest four or five years into him and it's not like he's getting younger. Hopefully he can stay healthy. I'm not questioning his talent, but if I'm an executive, I'm saying, what does this look like? Where's his body? And I, I'm a little concerned moving forward. I hear you, but I want you to flip that mindset. Don't think like an executive. Think if it was you in that position, right? So Who is me? What, what, what's you, my position? You are Kawhi Leonard. Oh, if I'm Kawhi so Leonard, if, you're Kawhi if, I'm Kawhi, Leonard, if I'm Kawhi Leonard, I'm staying. I'm staying with the Lake. I'm staying with the Clippers. I'm staying with the Clippers. Why am I staying with the Clippers? Because what was the point of doing all of this, signing a two-year deal and three-year deal, so you can get your bird rights and all this stuff? If you're not going to take advantage of the full ability to max out when it's time to max out, like what mm -hmm. was the point of doing that? Like it, it didn't. It, it doesn't make sense. So you left. Toronto, you sign a what a two or three year, a two year with a third year option. What's the point of doing that if you're not going to fully, when it comes time to take advantage of the four or five year extension to do it and Andrew maximize in that? Andrew in a big market, but absolutely. Would your answer to that question change if hypothetically they have lost to the Dallas Mavericks in the first round? 
would you then be looking at a Miami or a Dallas? Because at the end of the day, as much as you want to get your extra, the, the 35% rather than 30%, you do want to win a championship too. Would Do you think that would have had any factor? Well, I, I, I'm going to hypothetically put myself into Kawhi yeah. Leonard's. Hypothetical. Shoes. Kawhi Leonard, he would never say this, but Kawhi Leonard feels he's the best player in the NBA. Oh, yeah. So Kawhi Leonard feels wherever he's at, they're the best team. Now, if you're asking B.J. Armstrong, I, I couldn't think that way. <laughs> but Kawhi Leonard, since I'm Kawhi Leonard now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm the talk best player. Talk. So, talk your talk, man. Yeah, I've been talking about that. I'm Kawhi Leonard. It doesn't matter where who was on the other team because if he if he thought that way, he would have gone to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I feel you. But he but did I'm Kawhi Leonard. With him. Yeah, he was like, okay, I can win this by myself as long as I got this guy alongside of me. And it wasn't like I need Paul George because he's better than me. I need Paul George. He's he's basically saying I need my my sidekick. I need my Robin. I feel so you. that's the way he thinks. Now he's not going to another team to defer to Luka Doncic. Let me tell you that right yeah. now. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard has the mindset when he played in the All Star game. I'm the best player. He took all of the shots and won oh, MVP. Oh, he was playing that properly. <laughs> okay, I was there. He, he was didn't play, come he was to the, properly. Oh, yeah. he, he didn't yes. come to make friends. So, he didn't come to make friends, and everybody knows it. And he can back it up on both sides. Kawhi Leonard, when he wants to be, he could be the best defensive player on the perimeter in the league. And there isn't a player that can stop him one-on-one in the last four minutes of a game. Now, he's going to get a shot off. I'm not saying he's going to make them all. But he can get his shot, and he can get to his spot against anybody in the league. I don't care... And you know, you know how I love Giannis. Mm. Giannis can't stop him. LeBron can't stop him. AD can't stop him. I don't care who y'all. He can get his shot against anybody. So I'm gonna talk by talk. Hey man, I respect. They can it. come play with. They can come play with me. But he's not gonna go to Dallas to defer to Luka Doncic. That's not oh, happening. No. He's not going to Miami to defer to Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo. I can tell you that right now. Now. And I think that's the problem is that I think those players know it too, that they can say what they want to about Kawhi. No one is going to get Kawhi to defer. Man, I love Kawhi, man. He just turns up, does his job. Go, You, you don't hear no drama. Well, well you hear drama right. from around him, but he ain't never say nothing. He's never in any beef with anyone. He never care what anyone thinks. He doesn't care what anyone says. He just, I don't know. I, I would love to sit down and, and talk to him for an hour. And just see what it's like to just chill, not do an interview or anything. Just, just chill. Show me what you do on the weekend, on on, on a day off. What are we doing? What are we doing here? We're going to the club. You're going to the. I don't know what we're doing, but it is what it is. Thank you guys for locking in once again. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode where we're going to be talking all things restricted free agency, the implications that has for teams and players and the situations around John Collins and the Atlanta Hawks and Lonzo Ball and the New Orleans Pelicans as well as many other gems from around the world of the NBA. You don't get insight like this. 
you're dealing with the real G's here. So make sure you subscribe, stay locked in. Leave us a review if you use Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast service you can. If you can leave a review, if not, just share it with your friends. Slap it on your Insta story. Tag me. I'll share the thing for you. Let the world know you're locked in and rocking with the best. We appreciate you. Have a great weekend and get buckets.